0: I want to go to Psalm 116, and today I'm going to read starting at verse number one. I love the Lord because he have heard my voice and my supplications, because he have inclined his ear unto me. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death come past me and the pains of hell got a hold of me. (laughs) I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. Oh, Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. yea, our God is merciful. I like this part. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low. And what did he do? He helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. Tell your neighbor, sometime you got to talk to yourself. (laughs) Sometimes you got to coach yourself through it. (laughs) For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe. Therefore, have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. In my frustration and in my haste, I ended up saying, All men can't be trusted. (laughs) All men are liars. What shall I render unto the Lord? Because he's not a liar. <laughs> what shall I render unto the Lord for his benefits toward me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. Last verse, I will pay my vows unto the Lord. Now in the presence of all of His people. Okay, I end in verse 15. I can read this whole chapter. I'm not. "Precious in the sight of the Lord. Is the what? It's the death of his saints. Okay, one more. Verse 16. Oh, Lord, truly I'm your servant. And I'm thy servant. I'm the son of thy handmaid. Thou hast did what? My. Well, I'm almost finished, so I might as well read the last three verses. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of what? Thanksgiving. I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, and in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem. Let's all say the last four words together Praise he the Lord. And all of God's people said, Amen. Uh, today I want to speak to you from a few moments from the subject what makes God happy? What makes God happy? I began to smile as Pastor Westgate began to talk about uh, the marriage ministry date that's coming up. Um, marriage is truly a ministry. And just like I have to prepare and pray and study to do this well. If you're going to do marriage, you got to pray and study <laughs> to do that well you know why because marriage deals with relationships and relationships are complicated many of you if you were just by yourself it would be a whole lot easier not married to yourself because you'll find out it's a whole lot even with you look at the person beside you and tell them you got some funny ways Now, if they got mad just now, it's just because they got some funny ways. (laughs) You know? Relationships reveal us. They really do. You know? Because to you, you really got maybe one thing you need to work on. (laughs) But relationships reveal us. As a matter of fact, sometime when I go up to the lake uh, just to, to rest or relax, I'll go out and I may sit on the boat, and sometimes the boat I'll cut it off and just try to relax, and the boat sometimes will drift. Even though I drop the anchor, the water's kind of deep, so the boat would drift, and when the boat drifts, the only reason why I know where I really am is because of the land. Mm. And a lot of us are trying to gauge where we are by ourselves. And to you, there's nothing wrong with you. And it's just the problem with your marriage is the other person. And the, par- the problem with your spiritual walk is your church. <laughs> and it's always everybody else. Right. But tell somebody relationships reveal you. And the challenge with relationships is because we don't all speak the same language. There was a book a long time ago that says women are from, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. (laughs) It means we talk different languages. Now, in church and Pentecostalism especially, we don't have a challenge in talking with the languages of angels. Y'all didn't hear it today? Oh, the tongues that went forth in this place. You know? The glossolia, xenoglossia. The language is in the spirit, where we pray in the spirit and we sing in the spirit and we magnify God in the spirit. Many of us don't have challenges with spiritual language. Our challenges become with being able to communicate with one another. How well are you doing with communicating with one another? And I know what you say, no, as long as me and God are good. But let me lift to you, hallelujah, that your relationship with God is mirrored and reflected in your relationship with people oh y'all didn't got quiet and look tight with me on here now everybody should be your enemy everybody can't be jealous of you everybody can't be envious of you at some point you may have to do an introspection that says could it be me could it be the way I talk to people could it be the way I handle people and maybe sometime I need to be silent and listen How well do you do with communicating with one another? The Bible even says to us, and I know I said something that your relationship with God is mirrored in your reflection and reflected in with your relationship with other people. And I know that can sound complicated, but it's biblical. To the point, Jesus says, if you come to bring me an offering, you know, I have because I give. Bishop, I'm giving a $1,000 today. Well, he says, if you bring your offering, And you realize that someone has an alt against you sit your offering down Uh uh-oh and go reconcile to the person and then come my god the bible even tells us that some of our prayers are hindered because we haven't forgiven oh y'all ain't got tight on me in here it's easy to dance with somebody and not apologize to somebody it's easy to give somebody a gift or a present I'm talking to some husbands I'm talking to some wives I'm talking to some friends that want to just smooth it over and not communicate Mm. Your, your prayers are hindered when you're not in good relationship with the people around you There's a book, and I know most of y'all have heard of this book by Gary Chapman. It's called The Love Languages. Everybody don't love the same way. Some people, it's acts of service. You know, uh, the children went to children's church, so I say this right quick and I'll glean over it. Uh, Some people have different ideas of what foreplay to intimacy should look like in a marriage. Some of you it's the right candles, whether it's teakwood candles to create the the proper aroma. Some of you it's an R and B song. It's, it's, it's the right it's the right sound. I know oh, come on, don't y'all. Y'all listen to Ty No, 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 they, you <laughs> I don't want to hear Maverick City. Come on. Some of you want a song to set the mood, right? The right garment. Hallelujah. But that don't do it for everybody. Your wife may get turned on by coming home and the dishes are washed. Mm. What? You folded the clothes? Oh, ah, ah. Oh, you got the kids ready? Hallelujah! Whatever you want. Hallelujah! (laughs) some people's physical touch I know you're grateful but some people need to hear the words of affirmation and some people don't want your money they want quality time and then some people they want gifts because the Bible says where a man's treasure is that's where his heart is. So I said all of that. And that's dealing with these relationships, right? But, but what makes God happy? What can we give somebody who has everything and who has given us everything? For all of you that are writing notes, number one, what makes God happy is when souls come. Everybody shut out of your mouth, souls matter to God. It's not enough for us just to have religious experiences. And moments of spiritual height, and never be troubled by the fact that you have family members that are lost. It's not okay with you on your way to heaven, but you never tell your friends about a hell to lose and a heaven to gain. As long as I'm saved, as long as you're saved, souls matter to God. And I want you to know that your purpose in life is not to go to heaven. Hey, God. I said your purpose in life is not to go to heaven. Don't get your purpose and your destination mixed up heaven is my destination it ain't my purpose because if heaven was my purpose as soon as I got saved he would have took me straight to heaven I must discover why did he leave me here after he saved me send word down you and tell them souls or souls or souls and we're passing by them we're overlooking them with our church clothes on and we bumping the horn get out of the way I gotta go to church and you're bumping and pushing people away that God wants you to reach Somebody souls matter to God. Listen to what Luke chapter 15 says. Luke chapter 15 says there's rejoicing in heaven over one soul that repents. We didn't already dance. Y'all listen to me. Rejoicing in heaven over when one soul So that tells us, even in the dispensation of grace, repentance is necessary. Some of our hyper grace teachers have been to tell us, oh, no, we're in the dispensation of grace and you don't even need to repent. (laughs) No, no, listen. No, we are. We do have grace. But the application of grace takes place through repentance. (laughs) Hallelujah. Talking yesterday. Somebody yesterday, we stopped at the Dairy Queen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Because I wanted a strawberry sundae with bananas and wet walnuts. Maybe that's extra information you didn't need. But anyway, somebody paid for it for me. But when the lady called the number, I had to pick it up. It was paid for, but I still had to pick it up. Salvation is free. Grace is available, but you do have to pick it up. And the Bible says, heaven rejoices when one soul repents. Wow. Heaven rejoices. It makes an emphasis that something happens in heaven when one person walks down the aisle of the church and says, I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. Isn't that something? All the stuff that matters to us don't matter to God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have our preferences. Okay, I like that song, you all song, but, um, but I really like more CCM. No, give me more gospel. I need some hip-hop gospel. We have all these preferences. I don't, you know, I, I, don't want, I want to come to church in the afternoon. No, why we can't have a 7 a.m. service so it can just all be over with? Bishop, you preach all right, but I like when Pastor Westgate tells the stories. Let him preach more. Oh, no, I like Pastor Marvin. He's a little bit more structured. No, Pastor Westgate, he runs back and forth too much. Ain't this some how we made it all about us? And some of us feel like it will be perfect if it all serves me. But what matters to you? Don't come on, somebody. All the stuff that matters to you don't matter to God. What matters to God is that the gospel is preached and souls are saved. That's what matters to God, not your preferences. It's souls in heaven rejoices now my question is who in heaven rejoices now but I was growing up there you says the angels in heaven rejoice when one soul and that may be true but I want to have this conversation with you Marlon maybe it's not the angels I know what's encompassing heaven there's uh, uh, you know three levels of citizenship in heaven you have the the righteous dead Who are alive in heaven? You have the angels, and then there's one category that's reserved for one—God. So maybe the angels are rejoicing, but I want to consider this. This is not this is not uh, uh, a a canonized scripture. I'm didacting from my reading. That is it? The angels rejoicing? It could be, but I will consider more that it is the saints. And God, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. The saints and God. It could be the angels. Uh, the angels almost reflect everything God does, anyway. So, but do they really get it? Hallelujah! <laughs> I mean, you know, have you ever been in science Hallelujah! Oh, Hallelujah! But they don't even know why you said Hallelujah. And somebody start clapping everybody start clapping one person run and you know what I say. one person run we can all run even though we don't even know what we're running from but who I do know would be rejoicing in heaven when one repents will be God and the saints you know why because both of them understand the cost of redemption mm. oh my God Hey, 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 why do who, How does the saints know the cost of the Redemption because when they look over the Balcony of heaven and see one repents, they says I remember Hallelujah when I was dead In my transgressions I remember when I was polluted In my own blood I remember that when I was unholy And unrighteous and he saved me And now I know that that person That just yield and got on their knees They'll be with us one day And why does God rejoice hallelujah because god says this is the fruit of my sacrifice i come to declare to you that when souls come it matters to god it makes god happy god rejoices and i want to tell somebody in here that your soul is in the balance today but when you make a decision that decision doesn't just affect the earth realm, but that decision makes a sound in the heavens and I want somebody in this room to praise God because souls are coming praise God because your friends are going to be saved, praise God because your family is going to be saved open up your mouth and praise him oh hallelujah it matters to God souls being saved souls coming hallelujah makes God happy Number two, what makes God happy is when we serve him. And not only do we serve him, how we serve him. Psalm 100 says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands, serve the Lord with what? Gladness. See, serving is the action, but gladness is the attitude. And many of us do stuff, but we don't have the right spirit behind it. My good. And you can't get the blessing from the action If your spirit is not right Many of us serve God And we serve the church And we serve the ministry Like we are checking a box Okay I came to church today Okay I gave my offering today Okay I sung in the choir today But let me tell you something You serving is it, not doing God a favor Did you hear what I said You ain't that wonderful Come on you ain't that beautiful You don't have to do this You get to do this Because Mordecai said to Esther If you don't decide to do what you've been called to do God will raise up somebody else I need to see the hands of those Who are grateful that he still called you After you messed up the first time And the second time Come on, And the third time Let me hear the sound of those That says I don't have to be a preacher I don't have to be an elder I can just be a doorkeeper Put me in the parking lot Let me minister in my neighborhood Let me minister to my friends I don't deserve the call And those who serve him with gladness are people who stay close to their testimony. Touch two people in your section. Tell them, don't forget where he brought you from. Don't don't forget what God brought you out of. Some of you said, God, if you bring me out of this... I promise I'll serve you for the rest of my life. I don't know what your this is, but can anybody in here testify that there were some seasons of your life that you wonder what you ever come out of? There were some moments where you felt the pressure on your chest about to break your heart. Hallelujah, you felt like you were going to have a heart attack. Anybody in here, the grief wrapped around your neck and you thought grief was going to choke you out. Anybody ever made a mistake and you didn't think you would ever recover from that mistake come on don't y'all leave me out here by myself and that's why I praise him like I do that's why I serve him whatever you need me to do God I'm willing to do it and not just do it do it with the right spirit because I remember those who serve the Lord with gladness are people who stay close to their testimony Uh, that was number two All right, let me go to number three I got five and I'll be finished. Number three, what makes God happy is when we come together in unity. That makes God happy. When, Come on, parents. If you see your children working together, Pastor Westgate, what does that do for you when you go to the restaurant that your son owns and you see all three of your boys while they're working together? Maybe a little tension sometime, probably because of miles, but you know, but they unify, they stay together. What does it do for you as a father It makes you stand up and say, I did something right. What, what moves God is people who are willing to unify with others. I want you to ask your neighbor this question and, and after you ask this question, I need somebody to answer. Ask them, ask them, how agreeable are you? All right, go ahead and have that conversation. Ask them. On a scale of 1 to 10, how open are you? How flexible are you? Does it have to go your way or you're not going to participate? Do you have to be over it or you're not showing up? Do you have to know all the... Do you have to be the one to always pick out the restaurant? Do you have to be the one we always give you first preference? See, unity unity is challenging and I'm going to tell you why unity is challenging. Not uniformity. Uniformity is all of us having to be the very same. But unity is all of us being our part and still working together. Now, I'm going to tell you why it's challenging. Because unity costs us something. For the sake of unity, that means you have to lay down something. For the sake of unity, sometimes you got to do like this. Uh-oh anybody ever had to talk to your seven shut up shante shut up shut up just to protect the unity because the bible says blessed are the peacemakers and sometimes before you open up your mouth you got to you got to roll this out it says if i say this what will be the repercussions and i in this season of my life i got to choose my battles and if this is not a battle that will give me a spoil and this is not a battle that will give me a reward this is a battle i should not fight Mm. the Bible says when we come together in unity God releases a special anointing how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity it's like the or and this is what I realize some people have an issue with unity because they are afraid of not being seen they are afraid of it they're afraid of and we make that demonic we make that demonic oh you just want to be seen you just want to be seen but what is that about somebody has gone through some sort of trauma some sort of rejection in their life and they have made up in their mind I'll never be covered up again so if I'm going to be a part I must have a good part (laughs) not realizing that all parts are important All parts are necessary and hey glory be to God and there are some people in this room today you have been behind the scenes maybe raising your children you've been behind the scenes being everything for everybody and maybe you feel like you have lost yourself in the process helping everybody else accomplish their vision Helping everybody else accomplish their goal. And maybe you feel like you have wasted time and energy. And you may be asking, what about my dreams? What about my aspirations? But I want to say this to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For every price you pay. For all the times you have to shrink back. For all the times you have to prefer others. Hallelujah. There's something that the psalmist says God has preserved for you. And when God has something preserved for you time cannot decay it. When God got something preserved for you people can't reject it and mess it up. I need you to encourage somebody on your tell them you didn't miss it. That's a lie of Satan. God's word over your life is yay and Amen. God says I'm not a man that I shall lie neither the son of man that I should repent there is no time wasted in God mm. no time wasted in God how close out here unity matters to God unity it does. The Bible says six things the Lord hate and the seventh is an abomination, abomination. six things the Lord hate and the seventh is an abomination. Now what is number seven? Uh, Fornication. No, no, it's not adultery. Oh, no, it's not homosexuality. No, that wasn't it. All of those are sins. But according to Proverbs chapter six, that's not the thing that God hates as the thing that's the abomination in this text. What is it? Them that sow discord among the brethren. I'm not even talking about the one that's in the middle of it. I'm talking about the ones that throw the seed and then stand back. I'm talking about the person who causes people to dislike other people and they have no reason to. Okay, I'm. Gonna... I'm talking about the individuals who when new people come into our lives, they know stuff about other people that they shouldn't know. Hallelujah. I'm talking about people who have a tendency to pride themselves by tearing down other people yeah. sowing seeds of discord well I'm not one to talk but well, stop talking well I'm going to tell you Well, if it ain't about me I don't need to know There's some people who have a gross underbelly and a desire for drama There's some people love mess and being messy, but there's some of us who are grown people. I love peace. Hallelujah I love it. I love it Some of you get bored if something ain't going on you got your own reality TV show going on in your head But I like sitting in my living room on the furniture I pay for and do nothing. I like taking a cup of coffee minding my my own business y'all not saying none of me in here because I want to be right with God that's why I don't need to be in everybody's house I don't need to be sitting at everybody's table because everybody's motives are not pure and I'll never have to tear down somebody else to stand high I need you to look at your neighbor tell your neighbor don't don't invite me to the mess don't invite me don't tag me in it, don't DM me, don't inbox me with it. If it don't have nothing to do with me, it's not my business. And I don't need to know everybody's details to pray for them. Some of you have covered up your messy gossiping spirit like it's the spirit of intercession. But you don't need to know all the information to pray. Well, I don't know if you heard. Well, if whatever God wants me to know, he'll tell me. Because it don't bring glory to God. It don't bring glory to God. All right. That was number three. Man, I'm passing my time. We would be out of church usually. I close out. I do a real bullet point. Number four. What makes God happy is obedience. And let me tell you something. Casey. Understanding is not always necessary for obedience. Like. Like. You don't have to understand everything God tells you to do. You know, I grew up in a whole different generation. I mean, I'm like zoning out of this generation now, right? I'm on my way out. I ain't going to tell you how old I am, but just know. I mean, we look good though, don't we? Amen. Amen. We look good. (laughs) I mean, I'm from the generation before. I remember when McDonald's had only one window in the drive-thru. Okay. All right. I remember when we had a game system that we had to go... (laughs) Y'all have no... See, some of y'all have no idea what I'm talking about. It's a Super Nintendo. Yes, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. That was a praise break. I grew up in an hour when my mother would say, y'all get in the car, let's go that you didn't even say where are we going? I, I, I grew up in a, in, a, in a dispensation thousands of years ago where we would go to the store and my mother said we're going in this store but don't you touch nothing and don't you ask for nothing. I grew up in another millennia, well when we went to other restaurants there was no need of us looking at the menu because you didn't order for yourself. You ate what they ordered for you and when they said what do you want to drink, my mother would interrupt the waitress and say water. And now we're in an hour where every time God tells us something, we want to interview God. We need all the details. But look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, simply obey. Okay, but Lord, I'll give you my gifts. Lord, i give you my money. I'll give you this sacrifice. He said, no, no. Obedience is better. This sacrifice... Why do we learn the love languages of each other? Because all of us don't love the same way. And sometimes we're trying to give people something that that's not what they desire. And we do that with God. We see things in ministry. We see things in life. Oh, Lord, that's what I want to do for you. But is that what God asks you to do for him? We have been so distracted by looking in other people's lives that we feel like we're not successful in life and we're not successful in God unless we're doing things that other people are doing. But I want you to lay hands on yourself and talk to yourself and tell yourself, I'm not in competition with anyone. I'm operating in my lane. I'm operating in my vein. I'm operating in my calling. I'm operating in my ministry. That's what makes God happy when we walk in obedience. Because He, look, look, they, they trust me. Look at her; she trusts me. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna bless her because she, she actually trusts me. Wow! Just get in the car. Let's go. We going? We'll be, oh, okay. Don't matter. I trust you. Come on. Oh, what, what, what restaurant did you? Oh no, I know you. I know you. and I know if you taking me out to eat. I trust you. Hallelujah. I ain't got no clothes. I already laid out your clothes. You laid out my. Okay. If you laid out my clothes, I know it's gonna be. I'm gonna be sharp because I trust you. And many of us have slowed down our progression in God because we're waiting for more details. But there'll be more details released as you move. Glory be to God. There's going to be more things that are going to be unpacked for you as you do the first thing God told you to do. Alright, the last thing. What really makes God happy? What the psalmist begin to testify all through the scripture talk about God, how you preserved me. How you covered me. How I went through seasons where I up my soul was brought down to hell and you caused me to recover then he says so what shall I render unto the Lord for all of his all of his benefits and I want to tell you something when we praise God it makes God happy when we worship him heaven responds now I know sometime when we praise God as Pastor Westgate began to uh, so proficiently articulate earlier it don't make sense to other people but let me tell you why your clapping don't make sense to other people and how your jumping don't make sense to other people because they don't know your journey they don't know they don't know they don't know tell somebody you don't know my whole journey there's some stuff I ain't never told anybody about that some things ain't never testified I know you saw my bio on the website but my bio is not my whole story my bio only tells you about my accomplishments but there's a whole lot of stuff that happened between that accomplishment and that accomplishment my bio don't tell you how many times I failed. my bio don't tell me how many times I messed up my bio don't tell you how I was in India and I got sick in my body and there was a virus going through my body And I laid across a seat on the plane And I didn't know if I was going to make it back My bio don't tell you the times I sat in my office scratching my head Wondering did God ever call me to preach And should I just walk away from it and give up My bio don't tell you So every once in a while you got to praise God For only what you and God know about You got to praise God For the valleys he brought you through You got to praise him For the mountains he took you over I want you to take 10 seconds And praise God for the secret thing Praise Him for the private thing Praise Him for the storms He brought you through People are jealous of you But they have no idea They have no idea This I recall to my mind Therefore I have hope It's because of the Lord's mercy That I was not consumed His compassion tell not They are new every morning Great I said, praise him for what you and God know. The weapon was formed. I said, the weapon was formed. Get out of your seat and run over to somebody and tell them, it did not prosper. That's why I praise him. That's why I praise him. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me, to eat up my flesh they stumbled and fell scream at your neighbor and tell them God made it fail y'all didn't get the right neighbor guessing I said I will not going to say it that many times but push somebody and tell them God made it fail they sh- waited waited for me to die they waited for me to quit they waited for me to walk away they waited for me to resign but tell your neighbor God made it pay I went through the water and I didn't drown went through the fire and I was not burned it was good for me that I went through it it was good for me that I was afflicted because I came out with a testimony and we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony pull on your said neighbor if you wanna make them happy uh, if you wanna make them happy uh, give them praise uh, give him praise uh, give him uh, glory you ain't got to tell everybody uh, but you got to remind yourself uh, of how far God brought you from uh, and I know this ain't the old church uh, but they used to say this in the old church uh, when I think of the goodness of Jesus long oh, He struck for me My soul cries out Hallelujah You see me running but you don't know you see me jumping! But you don't know. You see me screaming, but you don't know. I was down to my last time. If it ain't your testimony, you ain't got to lie. But is there anybody here? He gave you a financial miracle when you almost lost some stuff. Is there anybody here that you got your degree, but it didn't come? warfare. Is there anybody here? You went through challenges and circumstances even in your mind. But tell your neighbor that's why I praise him. Not just for the public stuff but I praise him for the private deliverance. I praise him for the personal things stuff I can't talk about but all you need to know I was in a horrible pit. I was in a horrible pit But he brought me out Pull on somebody I said that's why I praise him He brought me out And he's still bringing me He's still bringing me He's still pulling me Clap your hands Clap your hands Everyone stand Everybody, don't praise God the same way. Some people clap. Some people cry. But praise is not meditation. So you can't say I'm praising him in my mind. You can't. You don't praise him in your mind. You meditate on him in your mind. But if you think about him long enough, it's got to come out of your mouth got to be expressed in your hands and many times we're serving our preferences but we're not serving God's purpose Whew. David came into Jerusalem with the Ark of the Covenant behind him he began to dance now when he began to dance his his wife looked at him and said you look crazy but listen what David says I was doing this before the Lord he began to rehearse how he fought the bear and he fought the lion and God gave him victory but this is the challenge when he fought the bear and got the victory nobody saw it he fought the lion breeder nobody saw it so he told her I did this before God for the stuff me and God know about and if you can't handle this I'll be even more undignified than this I want to say to somebody in this room right now there's something that God has for you But it's on the other side of your praise. I know some people will didact and minimize praise down to emotionalism where God is emotional. If you read the scripture, God is emotional. But it's more than emotionalism. The Bible says God is so happy with praise that when we praise him, steps down in the middle of it. In other words, God inhabits the praises of his people. I'm about to close out this service, but I need to give somebody here one last opportunity. You got some things going on in your life and you need God in the middle of it. Now, everybody that's ready to make God happy in this room if you can, somebody near you may need some help find you a praise partner hallelujah ask him are you a praiser are you a praiser whoa I don't need no messiness hey glory be to God I want you to tell your praise partner tell him we don't all praise God the same way But tell him you got to do something. I want you to get ready. I want you to close your eyes right quick. I want you to think about a season in your life that the only way you came through it and the only way you came out of it is because God got in the middle of it. you to think about a situation that if God hadn't stepped in when he did, it would have been different. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You ain't got to tell nobody. But when I consider what he brought me through, oh, oh, when I consider what he brought me over I'm looking at miracles all over this church hey, Lord, to really God I want you to get ready cause I'm gonna give you 25 seconds and we do this 25 seconds I want you to give God the best praise you can give him Hallelujah! I don't care what your expression of praise is, as a matter of fact when some of you praise him something is about to turn oh Sometimes you got to rehearse the testimony for the faith that you need for your next battle. When I count to three, so we'll be on one accord. If you got to close your eyes and start leaping, if you got to run, I want you to run. If you got to dance, I want you to dance. But we're going to praise him for the stuff that we know about. The stuff that God brought us out of. Go ahead. One, two, three. Come on. High. Praise him. Come on. Praise there it is. There's something on the other side of it That's it Go ahead There's something on the other side of it There's something on the other side There's something on the other side The Bible says man shall not live by bread alone but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. I pray today's message has been a blessing to you and that you've been expanded and increased and you've been given the desire to walk even closer to God. If you've really been blessed by today's message, I want you to consider partnering with me that I can continue to get out quality content, inspirational, motivational, and gospel messages because we know it's through the foolishness of preaching that souls are saved when you partner with us you're helping us spread the word of God not just domestically but internationally all over the world and so remember today as you sow that even though the money or the gift may leave your hand it will never leave your life because you're partnering with something that's greater than you we want to hear from you you've been blessed by our ministry we'd like to get your messages send us an email Uh, follow us on social media and take this opportunity to subscribe to this youtube channel remember i know what it feels like to cry till you have no more tears left to cry but after you finish crying don't stop get up